0: Hello, my name's Jack. And I'm Rowan. Welcome to this week's Premier Skills English podcast.
1: In the Premier Skills English podcast, we talk about football and help you learn or revise English.
0: Today, we're talking about Christmas shopping and the language focus is the present perfect.
1: Before we get to that, we need to look at last week's football phrase. Last week's football phrase was quite a good one.
0: Lots of people got the right answer, so I think it's quite an easy one. Here's one last chance to see if you can work out the football phrase. Last week's football phrase is used as an award and it's given to the player that performed the best in a game. The phrase was… In women's football, the award is player. Congratulations to Marcial from Mexico, Mehmet Sisman from Turkey, CTLN from Romania, Douglas Cartier from Brazil, HSN from Turkey, Emmanuel from France, Tomasi from Hong Kong, the rather enigmatic 258963 from Vietnam, Hayato from Japan and Sabanaleg from Ukraine. You all worked out that the correct answer was the man or player of the match.
1: At the end of the podcast, there'll be a new football phrase.
0: But now it's time for this week's role play. This week I'm talking to Rowan about Christmas shopping. While you listen, try to answer this question. Who's already done all their Christmas shopping? Have you done all your Christmas shopping yet?
1: I've got to go shopping this weekend and I'm really not looking forward to it.
0: Mm, I think the shops are going to be really busy this weekend.
1: I know. Hopefully everyone will be wearing masks.
0: I've already done all my Christmas shopping. Everything's wrapped and hidden away.
1: You've done all your Christmas shopping? That's very organised.
0: Well, I I have to thank my wife for that. I mean,
1: I helped
0: her, but... She's the organised one.
1: Hang on. You've done all your wrapping?
0: Yep. Everything's wrapped and labelled and hidden away.
1: (laughs) Do your kids still believe in Santa?
0: Kind of. I don't think they really believe anymore, but they don't want to give up on the magic of Christmas.
1: I'm not sure I believe in the magic of Christmas. I really don't like Christmas shopping. I mean, there's so much to think about. What does this person like? How much is the right amount to spend? Are the presents appropriate? Are they ethically sourced and not too bad for the environment?
0: Hmm, that's great. I can see why it's hard for you. We do all of our shopping online. My wife and I have shopping lists for the kids and just add to them throughout the year if anything comes up.
1: That's a good idea. I have no idea what to buy for my sister. She's really hard to buy for.
0: Soap or socks?
1: Nah, don't think so. I think she'd take it personally if I got her something that wasn't personal, you know, thoughtful.
0: Hmm, that is hard. I've bought some really nice earrings for my wife. I'm sure she's going to love them. Saying that, last year I bought her a jacket and I don't think she's ever worn it.
1: I have an auntie. She's not really an auntie. She's a friend of the family, but I've always called her auntie. Anyhow, she's got a reputation for giving really weird Christmas presents.
0: (laughs) I like unusual presents.
1: One year, she gave me a tea towel with pictures of cats on it. I was 12, I think.
0: Sounds lovely.
1: What have you got for your dad?
0: Ah, well, you know, he moved to Scotland last January. I've bought him a guide to Scottish whisky. it's a book with some little bottles. That
1: sounds like a great gift. I'm sure he'll love it. And what about for your sister?
0: Uh, we've got her some nice uh, they're candles in these handmade glass holders. They were made by a local artist in Ludlow. They're very pretty and I think they'll suit my sister's flat. And what have you bought for... Hold on. Are you making notes? Today's role play was all about Christmas presents, so I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk about the present perfect. OK, that's a silly pun, but in the role play, Rowan and I did use a lot of examples of the present perfect. And it's a slightly tricky topic in grammar, so good examples are gifts for teachers like me. OK, so the present perfect is a combination of the present and the past. Every sentence in the present perfect has a present meaning and a past meaning. Listen to this example from the role play and see if you can work out the present meaning and the past meaning. I've bought some really nice earrings for my wife. So, the past meaning is the main verb, the past participle. I bought some earrings. And the present meaning? I have some earrings to give to my wife. I want to point out that the verb have is an auxiliary and not normally related to possessions. But it's a neat way to think of the present perfect, at least in some examples. I have baked a cake. I baked a cake and I have a cake. I have taken a picture on my camera. I took a picture, and I have a picture on my camera. I've broken the window. I broke the window, and I have um, a broken window. Okay, as I said, the verb have is an auxiliary, so the present aspect is not usually something you have. The verb does not mean possess, but it's a neat way to explain the meaning. Listen to another example from the role play. In this example, I used an adverb. I've already done all my Christmas shopping. Everything's wrapped and hidden away. We use already with the present perfect to emphasise that something has happened sooner than you would expect. It's often used with verbs like finished and completed. Listen to these examples. Have you started your homework? I've already finished it. Are there any biscuits left? Sorry, I've already eaten them all. In some grammar books, already is described as a time word that means at some time up to now. So, the time word includes some sense of the present. Other examples are before, never and ever, yet, recently and lately. The most common are probably ever, never and yet. The meaning of yet is very similar to already, but we use it in negative sentences and questions. It means something like until now. Listen to this example from the role play: Have you done all your Christmas shopping yet? It's actually a complicated word to describe. What's the difference between... Have you done all your Christmas shopping? And have you done all your Christmas shopping yet? There's not a lot of difference. If you use the word yet, it emphasizes that you expect the act to have happened or to happen soon. Have you seen the new Spider Man film? This just means ever in your life. Have you seen the new Spider Man film yet? because it's in the cinema now and it won't be there for long. You'd better hurry up and watch it. My colleague, Parwiz, looked at this role play and made some suggestions for the language focus. The last thing he suggested was a focus on pronunciation. So I want to talk briefly about weak forms, sentence stress and intonation. English grammar is not very difficult on paper but in spoken English, auxiliary verbs are not pronounced very clearly, so can be hard to hear for learners. In the present perfect, the auxiliary verb is have, and it's usually contracted and very weak. Listen to these questions. Have you finished your homework? Have you finished? Have you finished your homework? Where have you put the car keys? Where have you put the car keys? What have you bought for your mum? What have you bought for your mum? Who has Sam invited for dinner? Who's Sam invited for dinner? In positive sentences, the contracted forms are just as difficult to hear. I have just finished my homework. I've just finished my homework. I have lost the car keys again. I've lost the car keys again. I have bought my mum some perfume. I've bought my mum some perfume. Sam has invited her neighbour round for dinner. Sam's invited her neighbour round for dinner. The second feature of pronunciation I want to look at is intonation. Listen to this. You've done all your rapping? This is a question, but there's no question form. It's not a subject question or a QASV, uh, and there's no question tag. So, what makes it a question? It's intonation. Yes, that rising note at the end of the sentence. The end of the sentence? (laughs) Yes, the end of the sentence. That makes it a question. I know that this is common in many languages, but it's not universal, and there are lots of languages where intonation falls. form a question. The last aspect of pronunciation I want to look at is sentence stress. By placing the stress on different words in a sentence, we can change the meaning. So, for example, listen to the same sentence with the stress in different places. You've done all your rapping. This question's about you. I can't believe you have done all your rapping you're not normally well organised. You've done all your wrapping. This time the focus is on the verb. You've completed it all. You've done all your wrapping. This time it sounds like I don't believe you. Surely not all of it. There has to be a couple of items left to wrap. You've done all your wrapping. Not so sure about this one. Who else's rapping might you have to do? By changing the sentence stress, you can change the meaning of the sentence. Now it's time for your task. I'd like you to tell everyone about celebrations in your country and what you've done to prepare. So. Is Christmas celebrated in your country? If it is, what have you done to get ready? Have you bought presents for people? Have you prepared some special food? If Christmas isn't celebrated, will you be celebrating the new year? Have you done anything to prepare for the new year? And if you don't celebrate Christmas or the new year, have you got any other celebrations coming up? If so, what have you done to prepare for them? Now it's time for this week's football phrase. I've chosen a tricky one today. This phrase describes a holiday highlight for many in the UK. You see, there are always matches played on the day after Christmas, on the 26th of December, and these are called the The 26th of December is known as in the UK because people used to give special gifts to tradespeople on this day. However, nowadays it's associated more with shopping and football. If you know the answer, what the football phrase I described is, leave a comment on the page for this podcast on the Premier Skills English website. And if you have a football phrase that you'd like us to use in the podcast, Just get in touch and let us know. Before we finish, we just wanted to say that we hope you found this podcast useful and we hope all of you stay fit and healthy. Bye for now and enjoy your football.